We're just sitting here enjoying the majesty of this brand new dad meat candle. What a fucking treat, man. Fucking Uncle Ron candles comes through. Shit. Big. And then Uncle Ron himself comes through. Hey. That's our fucking guest this week. Uncle Ron from Uncle Ron's Candles. Aaron Dietro. Thanks for fucking chilling the most. Damn, that's my name on the air. You uh, Did I just dox you, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Was this a puppet candle company? I mean, I, I could have just been Uncle Ron. But Hide, hiding from the IRS? Now the government knows. Damn, now you gotta start reporting that fucking candle income. That's how they fucking get you, dude. You could be like Wesley Snipes and just go to prison for it. Nah, that's fine. I mean, my name's associated with it all over the internet. I'm not too too sly about it. No, you're not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not even a little bit. You're putting that Uncle Ron bird all I over. I can't believe I'm sitting in front of a fucking actual dad meat candle. Yeah, man. You guys have to witness this, this fucking majesty. We'll put it up on Instagram when we're done tonight, but... But we can't put the smell on Instagram. That's the problem. Yeah, it's you got to. Uh, it's fucking Mountain Dew. Well, dude, that's the thing. I mean, we've we've described before. Uh, we're collectors of moments, and this is a moment that can only be collected. Wow, you know that's a hundred percent. I'm already I'm already committing this to memory and framing it and blocking it and trying to just take in the smells as much as I can because this this is staying with me for sure. Well, Aaron also brought pizza, so I'm gonna have farts coupled with this Mountain Dew candle. That's only right. It's only fucking right, dude. Damn, he I'm, showed up with three fucking homemade pizzas and Mountain Dew dad meat candles. I, it, I, I'm flabbergasted, dude. <laughs> this is the nicest. This is the nicest birthday of my entire life. Damn, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up not knowing that. Wait, I thought was, I thought that's what this is all for. That's definitely it. it is. There's cupcakes. There's pizza. There's candles. Come on, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. We actually have a black guy in a Chuck E. Cheese costume coming in, <laughs> in a few minutes. He's busting it down outside, warming up, <laughs> getting limber. He's gonna lead the whole band in. They're gonna do the cha-cha slide. This is the fucking vibe from now on, dude. We got a bottle of wine. We got a roaring Mountain Dew candle. <laughs> this is the only way we're operating from here on out. Yeah, don't be afraid to burn yours. Oh, the fire episode? Well, I don't know. I do want to keep it intact. It could be the staple for the pod. True. Just always have... Well, we'll see what kind of mood it establishes. Uh, POW candle. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely... Oh, fuck. Damn. Um, So, I... So now we're in a tricky spot because we released the Ansley episode a week after mm-hmm. we recorded it. So now it's like, oh, well, uh, but we don't do like current events and shit. No, we're not going we to get, tri- no. not gonna get triple no. trivial fucking matters of the 24 hour news cycle. And we, we're timeless. Oh, what is there? Another 9 11 that's going to happen? <laughs> My bad. 9 <laughs> 12, dude. Okay. 9 um, 11 again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite George Clooney movie, Nines Eleven, <laughs> where they stole Tower Seven. <laughs> he rented it out for Sandra Bullock just to have a candlelit dinner. Oh man! All right, so we're continuing our tradition of having fucking guests that we think are interesting or doing fucking interesting shit, and uh, yeah, a candle company, super fucking wild, right? You're out of control. You're a fucking madman, but yeah. reckless, but. You're from the same place I am, so I know I know exactly what your fucking DNA looks like, dude. Too, <laughs> I know <sadly>. you were <laughs> fucking programmed to be a fucking loser. <laughs> You're not wrong. How's that feel? It feels good now. 
feels it like didn't feel great before. No, no, it, <laughs> it feels, feels so good dude. Now. It feels bad almost forever, right? Okay. Now, did you go through a wigger phase, Aaron? Absolutely. Woo! Did he yeah. ever? Yeah, it was. <laughs> if anyone knows, Butterly knows the most. In that case, two part question: One, if you had maintained wiggerdom through adulthood, would you still make candles? And if you are a wigger making candles. Would you consider renaming your company if it don't make dollars? I don't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. So I'll answer the second one first. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Um, But I I don't know. Maybe hypnotic. Hypnotic candles. Wow. Pretty fucking dope, right? Wow. Damn. I was thinking more like and one. (laughs) Axe body spray. Mesh short. Jeez, dude. Man, I wish I still had all those. All those memories, <laughs> dude. If, if you made an N one and an Axe body spray one, like you would have kids beaten off with some ambiance. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was actually gonna uh, make a Dracar oh, candle man. for a uh, a pedal company called Fuzz Roses. Shout out to Ryan. Hell but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did some collab shit before, and he's doing like a Vin Diesel candle or a pedal rather. Oh, and, okay. I was uh, gonna say, what's a Vin Diesel candle smell like? Yeah, was it uh, a Vin Diesel pedal? Was that gonna like drop in octaves? Absolutely. All right, tight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did your car candle go? Did did that happen? It kind of just it's it's in limbo. Just like we like it's gonna happen. Wigger twelve year olds just beating off like sitting cross legged on their bed, yeah. <laughs> just lighting the candle. Just Saudi princes buying it. <laughs> Dude, that was definitely the cologne that you soaked your sweatshirt in. Oh, absolutely. Before you went out eighth grade. Yeah, yeah your fucking Nautica sweatshirt Damn. or pullover. I had an Adidas black and white sweatshirt that I would soak in Dracar. And um, there was one night in particular where I was just crushing it because, like, during the eighth grade basketball games, like, you could run out on the floor and shoot baskets when there was a break in the action. And I had, I had that fucking sweatshirt on. I hadn't washed in weeks. So I just figured cologne was like washing it. Mm-hmm. So I would just run out there and just jack up threes through breaks in the in the action. I think them. Was I what? Were you draining them? No. Yeah. No. I think I was draining the ladies. You know, they were, <laughs> but you're drying them. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they had to hire an extra janitor for the night with the put, bring the mop out. <laughs> there, there wasn't a wet bleacher in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Got three demerits for causing random for way too much pussy drainage. Damn, I'm gonna start hitting people with demerits in real life. Oh, that'd be neat. Just just slide them over. Yeah. That's that's my new fucking move. Letting people know they're stepping out of line with a demerit. That's definitely worse than hitting them. Did you get demerits when you were in school? I got one demerit in what was eight it for? years of Catholic school. I don't even remember. All I remember was the dread around it, dude. It was pretty bad. I had an unbeaten streak. And dude, when you got a fucking demerit in Catholic school, that was like that was like someone handing you like a free beating. It's like here's your fucking here's your ticket to getting fucking your jaw rocked as soon as you walk in the door. That was the devil giving you the key to hell. <laughs> like welcome, dude. Did you ever get to Maritime? I never went to Catholic school. Oh, excuse us. Is it the same as uh, Damn. like a pink slip or something? Or I guess I think so. public school you're just straight up suspended. Yeah, but yeah. when you're in public public school, it's expected, dude. Yeah, yeah. When you're in Catholic school, it's like, yo, basically a demerit was like the Lord giving you a speeding ticket, and your parents <laughs> acted like it. Your parents were like, well, I gotta take you to fucking God court. <laughs> this is a stain on your soul, dude. They would fuck you up. But I guess if you're in public school, your parents just hit you all the time. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, my dad tried to, and then he didn't like how that turned out. <laughs> it's cool when you get like you go from like wigger strength when you're younger to adult not a wigger anymore mm-hmm. strength and you just don't you don't care about family politics that would be a great evolutionary chart <laughs> it's like Dude. the wigger gradually standing up man 
this is this is great. So, uh, so I'm assuming between the two of us, we know a ton of people who are dead now. Yes, absolutely. Um, Most. We so we're from the same area with slightly different experiences. You you went to fucking public school. You still turned out cool. Thanks. And you're doing cool shit. And uh, you said it feels good now. So I mean, I how recently do you think? you realized that like you came from a weird place and you were different from everybody else. I feel like I always knew. You always kind of knew? That I came from like a weird kind of sort of fucked up place. Um, sure. But like I feel like that's most people for, you know, I guess majority of it. But uh, I think over the last probably like five or six years mm-hmm. or so, I really like put it in perspective and thankful that I just don't ever go back to that. Like you mentioned, I mean – how many people we probably know collectively that are dead now and how easy it could have been to be lumped up into that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean my family alone, you know, it's like I lost most of my cousins that were my age to drugs. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like not the my, I mean, you know, my brother, um, Damn, so like, sliding the fun, sign the fucking DOS on your brother. Yeah, Jesus I mean, whatever. He doesn't fucking care. He's probably in jail anyway, but it's fine. <laughs> no, mean, he probably listens, dude. Yeah. He's definitely, listening. we have a lot of fans, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing to like think about, and I'm just glad that I don't care for anything that everyone that I grew up with, mostly everyone, cared about. They just got lumped into the same shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's uh, there there is you do get kind of like a comfort when you grow up in a fucked up place, knowing that you're kind of a Harry Potter. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, this isn't this isn't me, dude. I'm yep. not gonna fucking die on drugs. I'm not gonna get fucking locked up. And uh, I know a couple other good boys too out there. And uh, uh, I'm not going to shout them out individually because they, a bunch of them have reached out to me and like shared like personal stuff with me, like people That's you know too. Yeah. And it's been really fucking sweet. But like, dude, I, I didn't know that like other dudes felt this way. I thought other people were just like, I escaped the fucking wicker phase. I escaped, oh. I didn't get fucking hooked on, you know, pills. Mm-hmm. And I didn't move on there. Like, I, I, I just thought everyone was just like lucky every day. But, um, I like, did you experience any kind of like weird late, like within the past like five to 10 years, like any weird late growing pains where you're like, oh shit, that's not me. But also just getting by isn't good enough. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of like almost all the time. You know what I mean? My, my beef with where I came from and what I was doing, I felt like I had to just like work some bullshit nine to five all the time. Yeah. And I just did that. You know, like that was ingrained. It was like, no, you just, everybody works. Just well, get a job and you fucking work. Comparatively, you're a huge success by because you did that and didn't die. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're a fucking golden boy. Yeah, golden boy. Golden boy Uncle Ron. Yeah. Go- <laughs> Damn. Hey, golden boy. That's fine. I'll There's your label. business card, dude. Yeah. All gold. But then after you do that for a long enough, you're just like, oh, no, this this leads nowhere. Yeah. This is just like you get the bare minimum. of busting your ass for someone else's dreams. You know, just keeping their shit alive. Um, and that probably hit me most recently, like when I got let go from my most recent job, probably about a little over a year ago. What kind of job was that? I was just working in a digital print shop. It was cool. I was there for like six years or whatever. Everyone was tight. Um, I think I only butt heads with like one person the whole entire time I was there. Um, but that was, it was like, I was already out the door like i had one foot out like ready to go anyway like i planned on leaving like within the next like three months or so and uh they ended up firing me because i just didn't want to play the fucking role anymore you know what i mean because i was like vocal about it no one else like stood up for their shit and i was just like look like i'm an adult like you're not gonna create we're, we're one it's a print shop 
and you are only focused on like a cleaning list, we, we barely have anything to clean. You know, it's like everybody did their own shit. So I was just like getting let go from there allowed me to free up more time for Uncle Ron's. And I just dove in. Like I was always treating it as a side hustle. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a side hustle. It's cool. It's like it makes me extra money. Like this is dope. But I didn't realize like how cool it could actually be because I wasn't giving myself to it. Yeah. yeah. I was just kind of coasting. Now, now before that, um, exactly how much time would you put in each week? Or is it just more like, oh, this is kind of when I feel like doing it? It was almost like, I would say probably out of the days that I would work, I would work Monday through Friday, 7 to 3. I would come home, probably chill, maybe make dinner or something like that for like two hours. And then I would start making candles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like probably three, three to four days a week or so. And then I would give myself one day or so off um the weekends i just didn't even count them because they just kind of like maybe i had to do a bunch of shit maybe i didn't Mm -hmm. um but i just didn't even factor them in because i was just so fucking tired from working like 40 to 50 hours a week um that i just didn't want to i didn't want to fucking do it anymore and when you had that moment like this is what i need to do like people tech people have the proverbial light bulb go off above their head Mm -hmm. was there like a candle that illuminated (laughs) above your head a little flame just popped (laughs) out the top i'm like don't start playing dude do not start playing all right dude i've had like six slices of pizza tim you look happy thanks uh, yeah i'm 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 full i'm i got a full belly right now teetering full belly and a full heart dude we're just getting we're just out the gate and you're teetering on playing too much dude i'm putting you in check right now all all right right? all right god damn it's a shame you don't have any of those demerits tim you better fucking stop dude i actually got three i I got demerits once and it was three demerits in one shot what was it for nothing bad like i just had to go to the bathroom real bad and we had we had recess, I think, at like 10 o'clock, and it was like 9.30, and I was just looking at the clock. I was like, I'm not going to make it. So I was just, every every 30 seconds, I was just looking at the clock, and it was just like, I am not going to make it. So then I was shifting around my seat, and my, my boy Mike was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I really got to pee, Mike. I was like, I'm going to leave. He's like, if you leave, I'm leaving. I'm like, no, then it looks like we're just trying to get out of class. So I got up, and I walked out, and the kids were like, whoa. <laughs> sure enough, this dickhead Mike followed me to the fucking bathroom. And I'm unloading, and he's just like, you know, dribbling an imaginary basketball in the bathroom. <laughs> and then the fucking mother superior comes in, and like, we had to go talk to her for a while and explain. And she asked, like, what, why we did what we did. And I was like, I really had to go to the bathroom, sister, and I couldn't wait. And then she turns to my boy Mike. He's like, sister, I thought I was going to piss myself. <laughs> and then she looks at me, and she goes, how crude. <laughs> You know what I think happened is that when nuns stopped being allowed to hit people, they like made a contract with parents. They're like, if you see a demerit, send home with your child. Because you had to get them signed. They're like, if you see a demerit, come home with your kid. You have to fuck them up for us. And the parents were like, we will do this, sister. We pro- <laughs> This is our covenant with God. <laughs> to we, for God. We promise to do this. And like the, the non, I think the non-nun teachers, the lay teachers, I think, were probably cooler about demerits. Because they were normal people, yeah. But I think that dude, the nuns, the nuns acted like they just knew a good hitman. They were like, "Oh, really? Is that what you're doing, Joey? Okay, well, let me just fill out one of these demerits." And then Joey would be like, "Oh my god, dude, I'm fucked. I'm fucked right now, dude." They'd think about like, I "If I ran away, so good, yeah. please no. <laughs> Where can I go instead of home after school?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> fuck. And then they, like, if you saw, if you saw a kid that got a lot of demerits all the time. That kid was just fucked up. That mm-hmm. kid, I mean, it was like watching a, a a dude come back from Vietnam and just like live on the street. Just like, dude, he's got nothing left. It's man. the fog of war. Yeah, there's nothing behind <laughs> his eyes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you see a kid that eat a demerit, you'd be like, fuck, dude, he's he's dead. There's nothing left of him, man. 
I feel like there was always a kid. It's probably it's probably a public school thing too, but there was always a kid that just hid in the closet. Maybe, Maybe? was it you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Before I judge too harshly. Yeah, he would just he would just sit in the closet and, and beat off and just look through the cracks, and that was his thing. Like a full on view wasn't good enough for him, but he had to see you through a crack. You know, just every kid, every every school had that kid. Fuck. It's normal. It's totally cool. Dude, I I had the hardest time in grade school dealing with boners because my pants were so fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And it was always it was nerve wracking enough getting a boner in school, but because if you had decent pants on, you could just tuck it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But in, but I think that was part Your of size husky fucking elastic pants. Yeah, were man. not hiding a boner. They weren't, dude. And I feel like that was kind of like a punishment by my mom making me wear these fucking tight ass pants because yeah. I was definitely a lot bigger than what she had me wearing. And See, that's I don't what I'm know. Thankful about public school because I could wear whatever pants I wanted. What did you typically wear? They were probably like some baggy ass jeans or something. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was, hey, yeah. hit the boner though. Yeah. You know? And there was some, there was some sexy little mamas yeah. in middle school. He was wearing, he was wearing and one dress pants. Yeah. They had like the, the off, the, the satin black stripe on the side. The mesh jeans. <laughs> Mesh jeans would have been so tight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That would have changed who I am today if I had those. <laughs> it's all, it's oh. all building blocks, dude. Um, dude, so I don't I don't think I've ever met someone that has like a passion for candles. I, well, I don't think that like can, making candles isn't your fucking passion. Is it just a cool thing that you're like, oh, I can make money doing this? It's super cool. So like it started with, you know, you knew like we didn't grow up with money. You know what I mean? Like or nice the, candles, or, or nice candles. Ever. It was all bullshit. Yeah. It was just um, shit on fire. Yeah. yeah. Fun. yeah. <laughs> so like me, Newport I'm Light hundred hundreds. Hundreds. No, I would help my mom like make gifts for like family members and shit like that, and that was like a part of it. But she was definitely making some trash candles. Um, but I was helping. No, she was. It, it's. I mean, she probably didn't have the supplies that I have today, but. Were you were, still in your wigger phase? Like, mom, these candles yo, suck dick. Yo, these are fucking <laughs> whack. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, um, Bard, don't want these trash candles, ma. Do better. Shit. But yeah, we just started out helping her, you mm-hmm. know, um, get gifts to like family members and shit like that. And that was all part of it. And then probably like, I want to say four, four and a half years ago, uh, somebody, it was a, a candle maker who was making small batch stuff. Um, almost in the same vein as like what I'm doing now, but it wasn't like, it wasn't there. You know what I mean? It was like, they were good. They were better than like commercial candles and shit like that. But, uh, you saw an opportunity to leapfrog them. Absolutely. Damn. Just because like you had flashbacks, your mom's shit candles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Candles don't have to be trash. (laughs) Um, but yeah, he stopped making them and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I can make cool candles. So it took me a while. Like I went through like a shit ton of different. Like I wasn't doing like wooden wicks, like out the gate. It was like really bad stuff. Um, I was like putting dyes and like coloring the candles and shit like that because I thought that I had to to like separate like scents and shit. Mm. It was like a ton of overthinking. Um, Did you know going into it like this is a new thing and I like at least for the first day I will be the worst at it. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to approach it that way. Like you, you have to approach it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything you do, you have to approach that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And I think that's something that ends up holding a lot of people back from just doing shit that they want to fucking do yep. is the fear of just, just sucking dick. Or if you're a candle maker, sucking wick. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Um, God damn it. No, but but how? 
I think that is the thing, and that I think that's a com- the most common theme. Like when people hit us up on wanting to do things, is like you just need a little nudge. Yeah. Like you need a voice. You don't need a voice, but it's you need a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> telling you, <laughs> it's encouraging <laughs> to hear a voice telling you to do the shit that you know you should have been doing all along. Yeah, absolutely. I wish my parents would have encouraged me to not be afraid of being the worst at something. Like they, they, I don't know. I feel like I was always just directed to, uh, I don't know, stay on my feet, I guess. I don't know. Not, not fuck up too bad, but like there was no, there was no direction towards like, yeah, you could, you could set out and do anything. You're going to be the worst at it at yeah. first. And you just have to get over that hump and ev- but everyone has yeah. to do it. It's yeah. not like you're the worst because you're the worst. It's like you're the worst because you're doing something new. Yeah. We, we didn't have that either. And that's something that my beautiful wife, Jamie, who's sitting on the floor here in studio and I have made it a point to do. We had this sign created. That's this beautiful sign written in cursive for our kids that says suck dick now so you can get your dick sucked later. You know, and it really set the tone for their childhood. My mouth looks like this, so my skills can look like this. (laughs) You have to suck dick now so you can get your dick sucked later. That's fucking gospel. That's gospel right there. Shit. I had that tattooed on all of my children in the delivery room. That's how strongly I believe it. Yeah, that took the place of our live, laugh, love one. Got it embroidered on my mesh jeans. (laughs) So your candles sucked fucking dick? Yeah. They, they sucked so fucking bad. Well, all right. They weren't the worst, but they were pretty fucking bad. They weren't where they are now. Um, it's just trial and error, man. You you got to like, you got to fuck up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Just continue to uh, fuck up until something feels right, you know? Yeah. And I think over over the last like four years, I want to say now, I, I was able to like hone in the shit that I actually want to do. Um and the style of work that I want to do, because I don't, I don't want to treat it just as candles. Like I want, like Uncle Ron's to eventually be like a lifestyle brand. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm doing more than just candles. Like I want to be able to collaborate with other artists mm-hmm. and like, you know, work with people. Like collaborate with other businesses. You know, like I love doing uh, shop exclusive scents for people. Like I did one for, I did a couple for uh, Riverwards Cafe. Hell uh, yeah! Shout out Joe Livewell. Yeah, best dude in the world. Um, I do stuff with him all the time, uh, which makes it really fun, uh, for me. And it's also exciting for him because he mm-hmm. has like another retail item, you know what I mean? And he, he likes being able to be like, yo, can you make me this fucking pumpkin pie candle and I'll sell it around like Thanksgiving. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's go. Tight. You know? Uh, and the same thing. It's like, I, I, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather work with other people and feel their excitement mm-hmm. a bit, you know? And like that that i kind of feed off of that and then it gets me way more hyped to make sure that like whatever scent that they're looking for i can i can do it yeah you know like i can fucking do it like this isn't this is the easiest fucking shit in the world like i can't stress enough like anybody can do this that you can absolutely do it i know i'm not selling the brand i don't whatever i i'm <laughs> i love this shit because it's so fucking easy you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's my favorite shit in the world. Yeah, but you get to be creative with it. Absolutely. It gives me free will. Like, my illustrations are on, like, all the new line. Um, I It was my, like, sketches and stuff, like, for, I think you got the maybe the Elixir Sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, they were my drawings that I had yeah. that I never did anything with that I was just like, ah, fuck it. Like, maybe I'll do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, my homie Bruno does all of my shit. He's mm-hmm. the reason I got so excited about making candles because he made me this dope-ass fucking logo. It all started with that that circle yeah, logo cool. that you're saying, um, 
and from there i was just like all right this is fucking dope we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do cool shit together and like you know fuck up the candle game I, I know that you're saying it's the easiest thing in the world and like I, yeah i appreciate that but i think i think what trips people up and uh i want to replace candles in this with anything that someone has like a passing interest in there's like a technical aspect to it oh absolutely for a lot of things like any single thing you want to make or do there's a pretty with the internet there's a, a relatively low technical hur- technical hurdle mm-hmm. and once you get over that then you're only limited by i think it's two things and it's your creativity and your drive mm-hmm. and i think that's where people fall yeah, absolutely. It's like anyone could learn in an afternoon in a YouTube video how to make a poured candle. You're right. Which uh, is this different from a, like a dipped candle? Yeah, like absolutely. Pre- okay, these well, are, cool. These are all hand poured. In an afternoon, you could learn how to make a hand poured candle. Yep. But then, like, and oh, let's say the next day you have a friend drop off a banger logo, and then you've got like a cool logo and an afternoon's worth of work, and it's like, all right, you could you could just sit on that and go to work the next day, yeah. and those will sh- like collect dust. There is, like, the hardest part is dragging yourself past, like, the hurdle of hesitation in the face of, you know, infinite creativity. Yeah. And I, I, have you reached point, a point or multiple points along the way where you're like, wait, I can do whatever I want? I think that hit me probably about two years ago. Uh, maybe a year and a half. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is mine. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Like, I don't have to worry about what people think. You know what I mean? Like, I can put whatever the fuck I want. Like I made a fuck bugs candle and I had like a bunch of moms like really saw it. They're like, I, I really like this citronella candle. This is awesome. Does it work? And I'm like, yeah, it works. Why the yeah, fuck? Yeah, bitch, it says fuck bugs on the fucking label, you fucking dumb bitch. Do you want bugs or do you, do you not yeah. want bugs? Um, and she was like, well, I would buy it, but it says fuck on it. And I'm like, who are you worried about offending? Oh, keep getting fucked by bugs, bitch. <laughs> keep getting fucked by bugs. Yeah. When you're ready to get serious about this bug yeah, situation, come back. <laughs> you're absolutely right what i what i should have said that it's it's easy for me now mm-hmm. because i have a better idea about the candle but it's still like so blown open as far as like creativity goes because i can do anything you know it's like, i think I, that terrifies people that is it, it, that absolutely. has terrified me yeah even with just like everything i do Starting a podcast. Start, dude. I got fucking stage fright for Twitch. I did three Twitches, <laughs> and then I was set. I was gonna do the fourth, and uh, it was a bad day to do it anyway. But I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I. What, what would I do? Like, I, it, dude. It's a constant hurdle, and once you clear it, it'll like it'll get a ride further up the track, and it'll hop back out in front of you. Yeah, when the natural hurdles get out of your way, the lamest version of yourself will stand in your way. Wait, 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 wait. Do you, are you even wearing a clean shirt to twitch in? Yeah, like, yeah dickhead. Dude, I thought that. Are you sure the buttons are going to work? Oh, my God. What if somebody comes to the door? Yeah. It's all that fucking dumb, retarded shit that once the realization sets in that, like, oh, the only thing st- standing between me and what I want to do is just actually fucking doing it. Yourself. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah you're, your own worst enemy. I'm yeah. so fucking juiced up right now. This feels, <laughs> this feels so good. When somebody when somebody presents you with with an idea, do you automatically just start thinking of what it would take to put that idea together? Absolutely, and how I can help them get their idea out there the best possible way with what I have. Hmm. Um, like if somebody hits me up about like specific sense that they're like, 
oh, well, I had this favorite candle that I've loved forever. Like, I mm-hmm. really want it to smell like this. And, like, if we had, like, say a shop owner or something, they're like, if yeah. I had a, a candle like that um, that smelled like my favorite candle, that'd be awesome. It's like, well, what the fuck did your favorite candle smell like? Let's start there. Yeah. You know, it's like, give me the sense. Let me do whatever I can. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like, people, people don't understand uh, scent profiles. The, they think one thing smells like something else. Um, and they'll present that to me and they're like hey well it smells like cucumber and like fucking hot asphalt and i'm like I, what am i gonna do dude you like, could be a police scent artist call that do hooker it. feet yeah. <laughs> cucumber melon and hooker feet that's good dude how gratifying is it to know that people are busting cheeks with your candles lit Yo, in the I background love that yeah do, honestly do you get people do you tell people to like hashtag their fucking cum shots <laughs> <laughs> Shoot no, a rope, Uncle Ron. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Burn one rope. Yeah. <laughs> Crank one out for Uncle Ron. <laughs> uh, but so then, uh, dude, I, I'm so happy to hear that you you want to turn it into a fucking lifestyle brand because it's like now you're already thinking of the fucking next big thing. Absolutely. Not the next big. I don't want to say next big thing because then you picture a guy in like an oversized jacket with like the sleeves rolled up. <laughs> like, oh, Shoulder pads. Yeah. Exactly. No, but you should always be. Like thinking, like you should, you should always be thinking, like fifty yards past where you're, like the end of your comfort zone is. Yep. So now you're like, you've got this Patreon up, your fucking candle box and people. Did you mention that yet? I didn't. Go ahead, plug oh, it. You did plug it. I mean, all right. So I'm doing a subscription box. Um, this is basically yeah. You know what? I, let me let me let me walk it back. Let me all start right, you over. Back. I don't want to describe it as a Patreon because it's a physical goods. Yeah, you're just using Patreon as the marketplace, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, exactly. Go from there. Um, just because, like, honestly, you guys inspired the Patreon idea because I didn't even think about it until like I started subscribing to you guys, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, what if I could you? Because I I wanted to do a sub- a subscription uh, service for probably like the last year now, and I just couldn't find the right platform. Um. There was a lot of stuff that needed like tax ID, and I'm not doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but I, I feel like I don't make enough to warrant that. You know what I mean? You don't have to justify um, it to us, dude. Yeah. We're not, we're not the fucking man. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, but I wanted to, I wanted to do something cool that funded itself to get more of my product in people's homes. Okay. Like whether they want it to keep it themselves or gift it to a friend. Um, I, I wanted to do something that was cool to, you know throw out new scents and draw feedback and have genuine input. Like, I, I don't want people to hold back. Like, if it fucking sucks, like, just be like, yo, this this ain't it. Like, this isn't the fucking cool candle you think it is. Like, try again. <laughs> try again, nerd. Damn. <laughs> you know? How fucking, that would be a boss move. Yeah. yeah. Hitting the dude, like, yeah, your candle sucks dick, dude. Then I don't know what the it. fuck you think you were doing with this, but this candle stinks. Yeah, and whoever did, they just fucking... Just stop their subscription like right then. It's like, they just post a video of, of them roofing your candle. <laughs> Yo, I would lose it. Yo, it's up the, here if you want it, dickhead. <laughs> wait, till, wait till the candle subreddit gets a load of this one, dude. <laughs> You're going down. Fuck. How do you not appreciate a candle? I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as it's done right. I mean, some, have you ever fucked up a candle and have someone like come back like, dude, this was the opposite of good. This was bad. Yo, honestly, the only thing I ever had was like UPS fucking up my product. And then people being like, oh, man, you packed it so well. It was like double bubble wrapped. And it was it was crazy, but it's broken now. And I'm like, all right, mm. cool, dude. Like, I'll send you new ones. Like, I don't care. Yeah, dude, um, fucking Ace Ventura was handling your package. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just fucking kicking we go shit downtown. 
but yeah, I just thought it would be cool to do like a, uh, you know, a fun little burn box. Yeah. And uh, just throw in throw in a bunch of random scents every month and get feedback from from the folks. And did you ever think of just mailing? Some deliberately awful candles to your old employer. Be like, hey, no hard feelings, Aaron. And just be like, the light. Be like, it's nice. And be like, does anybody smell cum? <laughs> I honestly thought about like doing two tier candles where it starts off like really cool, like smells fucking dope. Oh and like, dog man! Shit and then it's ghost pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's eyes burn. <laughs> That's like a terrorist attack. <laughs> I don't know if I could get away with that. Oh man. I think that might take your business to the next level. Yeah. Just candles for all your fucking haters. Yeah. That's the new name. Candles. I'm looking for I think there's DMT in here somewhere. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a perfect use of the ashtray. Fuck. Yeah. Um Have you been uh have you been getting hit up by uh like wiggers you grew up with like, yo, I got yo, I got a I got a idea for your candle company. No, nah, I'm all Facebook. That's, yeah. that's the only way they can get to me. No yeah, one knows Facebook who I am the anymore. Only way. And you, I fucking love it. I love it so much. I, I, I'm connected with you. know Tommy Schweiker? You remember yeah, Tommy? Yeah, I remember Tommy Schweiker. So Tommy actually hit me up and he does like, he works for, I want to say PDW or water department. I forget, but he was, we're doing a collab together. And he like you welded. And, you in the water department? No, me and, the, me and Schweiker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Tommy. Oh, cool. But uh, <laughs> it's my yeah. boy Tommy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys like flavored water? <laughs> turn, on, turn on your faucets. <laughs> We're doing nutmeg tap water. water. <laughs> tap water. Tap water. Damn it. Damn, can I tell you how long it took me to get fucking water out of my life? Dude, I've been training my whole entire life just to like get it out because I felt that it was a, a problem, but I feel like I should just embrace it these days. I didn't bother until my wife pointed out that I say picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I was oh, like, yeah. I have to change everything, dude. Yep. I think she might have done it in like front of people at a party. No, she probably did it in pi- private, but... I was like mortified of every time I said the word picture in my life. I was like, yeah. I've been saying fucking picture. Yeah. Dude, like what must people think Same of me? Been down that road. <laughs> it's weird when you have to condition yourself to and then I, like a dickhead. And then I watched that video of that dude from our neighborhood getting Narcan. I was like, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah. I was, <laughs> dude, speaking of uh, junkies and Facebook, uh, <laughs> Shout, I'm not. I'm not gonna say his name, but yo, shout out to the dog in the fucking Twitch chat that was opening up to me about his uh, current attempt to kick heroin. Oh, cool. Yeah, and he was letting me ask all kinds of questions, and you know, I wasn't. I was being supportive, but I was fucking with him, and I was like, uh, yo, when you guys are in rehab, are you guys all like? Asking new people what the new memes are when they get there. <laughs> like, yo, what are the minions up to out there? Because <laughs> everyone I know that gets out of rehab, the first thing they do is they, dude, they fucking hit the memes hard as fuck. <laughs> Maybe I should get back on Facebook. Dude, you could be a fucking heroin minion kingpin. <laughs> Make fu- a Narcan candle. Gonna, a Narcan candle. Gonna fight Bushy for it. <laughs> oh, man, I have a story about that. Dude, that's actually like an objective for like people going through, uh, withdrawal like that's one way that you support them is by saying like just think of all the memes you're going to create when you get out yeah. there they'll just like hand them like a piece of paper Sky with a limit. with a minion and just your <laughs> caption here it's like, i gotta i gotta do this i gotta do this for my kids you're smuggling memes into rehab <laughs> <laughs> yeah once uh once middle-aged women figured out memes i feel like the minion memes got pretty dark I think you pointed that out before. Oh, yeah. The memes that were like, everyone knows that one registered nurse who only eats ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like a minion lifting up his goggles. 
<laughs> Jen. <laughs> My husband throws darts and I love anal. Minion. <laughs> it's like, all right, Aunt Kathy. Very cool. <laughs> cool memes. <laughs> See ants are very spicy on the internet. Yeah. Way too spicy. Especially your party ants. My party ants are w- the spiciest people in the world on Facebook. Yeah, mi- minion memes are like TMI chasers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you have a favorite meme, Aaron? <laughs> He's uh, off Facebook, yeah, dude. How many Facebook, times do you have to tell you? Well, he could, oh, as a fellow collector of moments, maybe he has one stored in memory, <laughs> true, Tim. True, true. I'd say, what's your favorite fucking meme from today? Did I? This is a good point. Birthday boy. Mm-hmm. How's your birthday going? It's been really great. Cool. I slept in, went to work late. My family came out to Conchahawken to have a very lovely lunch with me. I had two different kinds of wings and a crab cake sandwich. Oh, wow. What kind of wings did you get? Uh, a honey habanero and a hot, just a mm-hmm. regular old hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I came here and I had a fucking Uncle Ron's pizzas, which were fantastic, and a gigantic cup. Dude. This is a fucking sick birthday. Yeah. I didn't even get home yet. I didn't even get to unwrap any presents. Wow. I got Muay Thai shin guards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You're going to get back to training? Yeah, dude. Monday's my first day back. Oh, cool. I'm so fucking... Well, I'm going to go back to the kids' class on Monday. Okay. I'm feeling really fucking good about it. Good. Dude, I've been dreaming about fighting. At night, I dream about fighting. The other night, I dreamed about half guard. Oh. (laughs) Yep. Did you have your wife in it when you woke up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I woke up because she was tapping me so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. I feel good, dude. My It'll rib, be good to have you back. My rib still kind of hurts a little bit, and my balls still kind of hurt a little bit. But I'm 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 ready to operate, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to fucking get back in there. Just I, you know, I'll ice myself down afterwards. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Just get the moving. Get the fucking dude. I still haven't gotten that purple belt, dude. Can you believe it? Are you? Would you accept it if they presented it to you Monday, or do you want to go? No, I'll whatever they want to do. Yeah, if they just like hand it to me in the parking lot, I'll take it. I don't yeah. care. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. You know, make anyone go out of their way. I just want it. Yeah. I just want it so bad. Good. And then I want to fight. I want to fight so bad. <laughs> like you're just walking around my house hitting stuff. <laughs> Stinks. I'm chasing my kids, tackling them. I haven't tackled anyone in a very long time. I'm very excited to do it. Good. It definitely there's a there's definitely a fucking an anxiety and anger and frustration build up when you don't train for a while once you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. God. My hands are my hands started sweating when we started talking about <laughs> it. I'm gonna do a million push ups this weekend. Oh, I I got back on my program last night. I stopped having snacks at night. Mm-hmm. I like yesterday was the day where I was like, all right, I, I was able to do like and jumping jack without my balls hurting. And I was like, here we fucking go, dude. Did you suspend them from the ceiling? Like one of those, those baby bouncing things that you hang in the doorway? I borrowed your dad's sex swing and just threw them in there. <laughs> I holstered them. And ugh, that fucking stinks. I got to get back to running. I want to do a group run on like around the art museum on Sunday mornings. That'd be fucking cool. I'll just do it by myself. Like for running? Uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. I tried outside. If you yeah. run on a treadmill, it doesn't count. It's yeah. stupid. That that seems really fucking redundant. But running outside, dude, just pretend you're Rocky the whole time. Mm-hmm. Pretend there's a bunch of kids like happy to see you running behind you. I hear people talk about runners high 
all the time, and I've never achieved that. I probably didn't. That's run probably not enough, real. Nah, that's probably like, not real. They're like, oh, yeah, I get this really cool high, but I just can't stop. I'm like, uh, no, maybe. You, actually, you're supposed to get high and then run. Yeah, okay, I could do <laughs> that. Yeah, that's, eat edibles and run five that's miles. <laughs> that's the perfect morning to me. <laughs> Fuck, that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow morning. Uh, now we gotta go to jiu-jitsu tomorrow. I'm doing that this nah. weekend. Fuck, treat yourself. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna ask you about wiggers? I had a wigger question lined up and it, it got away from me. I don't know. What can I? It? Can I? Uh, I collected a new moment. What was it over the holiday? Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be funny, but can I tell you about it anyway? Yeah, tell me. So uh, I went and saw the new Star Wars movie with mm-hmm. my two older kids, and they're not like super into Star Wars, but I am. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the Last Jedi, and everybody says they hated it, which was the one before this. Okay. I don't know. You guys probably. I don't. Know, you don't follow Star Wars, do you? I I saw a list. I wasn't what was the one that came out before that? Was it the Force Awakens? Force Awakens. I like that one. That was that was all right. Yeah. And then I really liked the Last Jedi, and everybody hated it. And then before I even saw this one, everyone was saying they were hating it. But it was online, so I was like, it's probably good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took my kids to see it, and I accidentally got a 3D showing. And I don't I don't typically enjoy 3D, but um, uh, you know, whatever. We had it. We had our seats, and. So we get in, and during the trailers, the th- the trailers are all fucked up and blurry. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, either something's fucked up with the 3D. Like, some boring technical issue is fucking up the trailers. And then the movie starts, and it's like the that loud, like, Bring! and then, like, the text scrolls up the screen. Mm-hmm. Still blurry. And the kids were just like, what the fuck? Someone has to fix this. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, someone's going to fix it. Don't worry. And they're like, what if they don't fix it? Though? Like, they were so mad and panicking in the, in the way that, like, a child is when something's going wrong. So, uh, like, four different people went out. They told them about it. They they uh, sent someone in to fix it. And we're just sitting there watching the first five minutes of the movie all blurry. And I'm, like, very underwhelmed by the situation. And I'm also, like, I'm ready to give in to the negativity of, like, the shitty reviews. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I, this is, you know what? Isn't this just perfect? Isn't this how this would go? Like, a, a shitty experience with my kids. And it's going to suck. And then someone comes in and they restart it. And now the 3D works. And that intro, that fucking loud horn with the gigantic Star Wars logo and the text, it all in perfect 3D. It was like, it was an emotional experience. Did you clap? How much of an impact? I think people clapped when it. Good. Well, I mean, just because some worker fixed it <laughs> yeah. very quickly. It was almost an emotional. Ex- I don't even remember what the text read, but just like seeing that thing from like the videotapes when I was a kid mm-hmm. enormous and in 3D on this, and I know Disney's banking on that I like someone someone very cool is gonna be like oh, yeah that's what the corporations are hoping for to get your money like it blew us away mm-hmm. just that and then the movie was pretty good maybe maybe we'll do a fucking Patreon where I get into some deep thoughts about it oh, that'd be cool but um I my my kids were crying during parts of it they were like hit hard by some of like the more impactful stuff there were some like there was some imagery in it that like moved me and then we left and they told me all about what they loved about it in the car and i was like dude this is a moment let's lock this one away i've got it all i dude, i could play the whole thing through in my head like all the highlights play through in my head and it's just something that i can like close my eyes and think about that's now. cool man that's awesome. it fucking ruled yeah don't have a joke about it don't think i need one nope. <laughs> in regards to your kids crying like i can understand considering they fucking stabbed chewbacca which is totally unnecessary, and I don't see how that fits in with the... They insisted on having Puerto Ricans yeah. in space. <laughs> Chewbacca got Can you imagine how loud he would be when Chewbacca saw Puerto Ricans? <laughs> <laughs> Not now, Chewie. 
retired that noise and now he only does one. <laughs> no Puerto Rican moves in on his block. <laughs> You're right, Chewie. We do have to move to another galaxy. <laughs> There's a fucking mommy with a fat bot on the back of his speeder bike. <laughs> it's blasting that fucking cantina jazz so loud that people's windows shake. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba the Hutt has actually been a Puerto Rican woman the whole time. <laughs> I said <it> solo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mommy the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> she got lightsaber hoop earrings. <laughs> Instead of use the force, it's use your brother's ID. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, well, we have Puerto Ricans in space now. Hope everybody's happy. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> That's actually what Latinx means. That's <laughs> their space program. <laughs> oh, man. So we should just delete this, right? <laughs> this is just a bunch of harmless jokes that any enemy could get their hands on, talk a bunch of shit. Here's the thing, dude. We're throwing punches at people for that kind of shit now, right? We're going to remind people that there are retarded people like us out there. And when you say... Full-fledged retards right here. Foolish, when you say foolish things, retards. someone will accept being in the wrong and punch you in the face. Fine by me. I like that. Mm-hmm. Fine by me, dude. Did you hear about that fucking Jake Flores and Luis J. Gomez thing? Yeah, surprising. Yeah, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, right? I I know... Uh, I, I would assume that Luis J. Gomez got in... Jake Flores' face, like, very aggressive. I know he said, like, I was just talking to you man to man. I know he got, he was probably, like, touching him and, like, pushing him backwards with his chest or face. Yeah. Wrong. Don't do that to people. But if someone does that to you, you have an obligation to either defend yourself or not go home and cry about it on the internet. And that's the biggest thing, is if somebody threatens you, address it. Yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. Why is it so hard to just fucking do that? Uh, dude, people are way too comfortable on the internet. Because mm-hmm. there's no repercussions. They can get away with anything. <sighs> a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sad truth. But it's like, they feel safe there. You, do, you don't have to hit Luis J. Gomez, but you are not allowed to go home and cry about it on the internet. Absolutely. You can walk away from the situation. Like I've I've been pushed or like spit on and walked away and I didn't go home like uh, guess what happened? <laughs> no, you walked away and you were the bigger man. Mm-hmm. You lose that when you go home. You're like he put his hands on me and I, like, I didn't like it. I don't like that, dude. I don't like it. You had an obligation and you fucking failed. Um, his belt buckle was touching mine. Okay, <laughs> I have a brass allergy. <laughs> he could have killed me. He's also apparently a bigger fella. Uh, Jake Flores. Yeah. 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 So I applaud him for walking away and not responding with violence, but you can't go home and then cry about it. You lose you lose the points that you gained by walking away. I'm a pacifist, dude. I'm not out here fighting the streets, bro. I get it all done with a referee. <laughs> you know what? Call me a nerd. It's fine. But I'm not gonna fucking cry about someone pushing me on the yeah. internet. 
Aaron, when was the last time you got into a fight? You don't do it, right? I don't. You, you don't fucking participate no, in violence. I don't care for it. Yeah, you me know, either. Not any, I mean, there. Uh, I was younger, you know, mm-hmm. and it was only. It was never. I never provoked it, you know. I never instigated the fight. Um, but sometimes you kind of have to. I think the last time that I can remember was in Wildwood with an old friend, um, and we were already kind of. We, you know, you're in Wildwood, so you yeah. Been, drinking and partying and stuff for the most part and then i we ended up at this oh man i forget was it keenan's or some shit outside yeah of it's keenan's one of the big bars there Wildwood. yeah um and we we got there and we saw like this dude like legit hit his girlfriend mm. i guess or whatever and like in the i didn't even think about like i looked at my my buddy at the time and i was like Ugh! and i just fucking rocked him and gave her money, go take that cab, leave. She left. It wasn't like I was expecting the, no, but I love him. Yeah, that's, my that's dude. surprising. You know, yeah. and it's like, it didn't happen. It was just like, he legit put her his hands on her. And it like, fuck that. Like, don't ever do that. Like, I don't care who you are. You just got to like, live the hero fantasy, dude. Yeah, one time wow. in my life. And I'm fine with that. That's more than most dudes, you know. But like, fuck that dude forever, like. I want to sock him if I ever see him again. He's, your, he's still your on-site. Yeah, on-site <laughs> forever. Just because he's a shitty person. <laughs> yeah, you're a terrible person. You laid your hands on a woman for no reason. You deserve to get socked every day of your life. So what you're saying is sometimes there is a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking kidding, dude. Yeah, but that was the last time. I was probably like 21. Good. Yeah, but fuck that shit. Good. Grown-up shouldn't be fighting out Never. there in the streets. You know what I mean? Never. Talking shit's one thing. That's just funny. People should be talking shit. Yeah. Talk more shit. But just understand that like a retarded person might react in a retarded or True, an Ensakia would <laughs> Yeah. Retard strength. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you end up hit you so hard you end up in Puerto Rican space. <laughs> I do still watch I just fight comps. Candles. I can't make them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me so hard. I still watch fight comps on YouTube all the day. Oh, you know what? That's another thing that people are clamoring for. I don't know if even if the listeners know about it, but I've been getting a lot of people hitting me up asking me to make more Uncle Rick stuff. Fuck. We don't have the rights to it, dude. Helium owns it. They're not giving it up. They're not budging, dude. I had my agent get in touch with them. They said no dice. They want at least a quarter mil, and that's just not something I'm willing to pay. Well, what if it was under the guise of Uncle Ron? Whoa. You well, have that likeness all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Just sit there with a candle watching it's fight videos. Yeah. You just have to keep that track jacket on forever. That'd be, that'd be sick fucking sponsored content. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I got this track jacket yeah. grafted onto me. Just in it. I can't fucking take it off. <laughs> I don't clean the shower in it. I was, I was laying in the fucking hospital bed in it. <laughs> Doctor called me Mr. Penis and everything. <laughs> clean my nuts up. <laughs> was he certified? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Mr. Penis is my father. Please <laughs> call me. <laughs> um, I still have a favorite fight uh, trope, and that's when the woman tries to like defend her drunk. So two drunk guys are fighting, and one of their girlfriends gets involved to like try to pull her boyfriend out, and all she does is grab both of his wrists. So the other guy's just like, "Oh fuck, dude! Fair game. Yeah. Free roll, dude!" And it gets she has her boyfriend fucking knocked out, and then she's like on all fours over his body like stop and she's wearing like a one piece dress that's like coming up over her butt she's like stop don't fucking and then she like gets in the other drunk dude's face and he knocks her out too I mean this I mean I'm describing like 80,000 videos that I've seen and I love every single one of them they're all a tribute to I don't know what the original was I don't know probably fucking Beauty and the Beast yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's beautiful. My favorite is anytime a bus driver or person on the subway just gets fed up and just loses it. Because you got to be a real pile of shit, pile of shit to fuck with somebody while they're working. Absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't think there's really. If you have a problem with anybody working, just you just got to let it go and just chalk it up. Especially if it's in retail. Oh yeah. Oh my god, man! I anytime a Wendy's employee free or a pop. Any when I saw that Popeyes employee mm-hmm. group beat down, that felt like I just found out I won the lottery. Yeah. That was a big one. Um. Yeah, any bus driver freaking out. Because, you know, if you get to a point where somebody stands up out of their bus driving chair, mm-hmm. you know you did something. Yeah. You know. That feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bus driver freakouts are a warm blanket to mm-hmm. me, man. <laughs> Dude, they shovel shit all day. They have to deal yeah. with the worst type of public. Yeah. All day long. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just thinking of SEPTA in general. But, like, they, oh, my God. Yeah, people I, act, people act like the bus driver seat is like a dunk tank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. <laughs> like you can't just yell every hateful thing you want yeah. to at this person all day and not expect them to like fall through the seat. <laughs> every <laughs> bus, every septa bus I've ever in, been on has been has had a guy on it that was pushing people and then shit his pants. <laughs> every single one. <laughs> I couldn't be a bus driver that's, for sure. That's like off, man. That's a part of bus driver boot camp. <laughs> they should have tasers Everybody bus drivers should, yeah. should have tasers Yo, before the cops should yeah. the seats should be electrified <laughs> <laughs> just hit a button yeah. <laughs> you should just you have check like, their seats dude could you imagine if a bus driver home alone his bus <laughs> <laughs> just filled with movie traps <laughs> every time someone goes back door a paint can hits them in the face <laughs> what's the worst thing you ever saw on a bus I got punched in the face on a bus one time yeah. by a grown. I was in high school and a grown man was unhappy about how crowded it was. And when he got off, right before the doors closed, I was by the back door. He turned around, punched me in the face, and then the doors closed. Well, I mean, in his defense, you couldn't fucking sit crisscross applesauce in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have I some consideration. Break dancing routine on the fucking handrails. Oh my god! And he was just furious about it. I, I fantasize about growing up and like growing into full size and finding him and beating the shit out of him. Mm. I don't remember what he looks like now though. <laughs> That's my on site forever. <laughs> that, that fucking guy. Can Punch. you describe his smell to Aaron so he can put it in the candle <laughs> yeah. to help you retrace the steps? <laughs> Just burn it here. Yeah. yeah. Every Just week. light up your Drakkar candle. We'll find him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Give it to a we'll bloodhound. We'll come to you. <laughs> Yo, I have a basset down. You can borrow him. <laughs> How about you, Aaron? You have a specific moment on a bus? Not that I can remember, honestly. Um, I also avoid it, SEPTA, for like. Probably the last ten years, same, yeah, or so, um, just because of how uh, frustrating it got mm-hmm. for me. Um, when I was a kid, it didn't matter because we were all dickheads and we were yeah. all like kind of being really fucking annoying. But like, I was in middle school, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was like, of course, me and all of my dickhead friends are gonna be all rowdy and eat chips when we're not supposed to eat chips. We <laughs> ate all those fucking chips. <laughs> real bad boy yeah. hours. Yeah, real bad boy hours. We're eating chips, dude, and yelling yeah. profanities. That doesn't count. Every middle schooler has the same firmware. You're not responsible for anything you do <laughs> as true. a middle schooler. It didn't yeah. matter. Those years don't exist. Mm-hmm. It's like this week. Like You can do anything this week, and time doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. Yeah, I keep they... telling you to turn yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was you know the worst thing that ever happened to me on a train, on a SEPTA train? I was, uh, I was taking, so I took the L for 15 years, the fucking blue line, the Market Frankfurt line. I don't know if, if you know Philly, you know what it is, but 
I took it every day for 15 years and I went through different phases of like wanting a seat or like wanting to lean against the glass on the doors on the side that weren't opening. Um, but uh, during one of those phases where I liked leaning against the glass on the doors that were on the opposite side, uh, once you get to Spring Garden, the opposite side opens one time before you get to Center City. And I knew that, right? I'm leaning against the glass. I know to not lean on the door. But uh, this one particular time, a rude conductor, like, oh, there's always there's always a problem with the blue line. There's always some bullshit. Like, something smells like electrical fire. They stop for 10 minutes so that the conductor can figure out, what, you know, something that's... Take a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this rude conductor, Sir Topham Hat, <laughs> he is a real pile of shit, man. Hope you gave him what for, Sir Topham Lids, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Flat Brim. Right. Um, this fucking rude conductor, like pushes past me as I'm standing at, like near the open doors, and at this station, I guess it, like the platform was like super, rel- you know, uh, two inches further away from the door. Like where mm-hmm. you, the platform, yeah. And when I went to step out of this conductor's way in a fucking rush, my I, I stepped down and my foot went completely between the train and the platform. Oh no! And I fell all the way down to hip level because I I went to stand on that foot and it peeled the muscle on my thigh up, uh. like it shredded it up my leg, Oof. and it hurt for like two years. <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, as I was like, I, I looked like uh, someone doing like a half a person gag because <laughs> I it looked like a, like a leg was missing. And the the conductor kept walking, like didn't like turn around, and be like, "Oh my god, are you all right? Help me up!" So now my leg meat is wedged between a train and a train platform, and I had to like wiggle it out. Like uh. I had to put my hands on the ground and like wiggle my leg meat out of this fucking bullshit. And then, like, like limped. Like, I wasn't going to get off and get in on an ambulance or anything because I could never afford that in my life. Oh, my God. And I fucking limped into work. And, uh, yeah, like, two years, my leg hurt. And the conductor didn't even turn around. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> um, and just uh, just for you listening, I don't share the same hateful views as Tim does. And in post-production, we're going to edit out the word conductor and instead insert the C word. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Was I making a racist face when I was saying conductor? Well, yeah, and you fucking call them train monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> you know, these fucking rail dogs. Oh yeah, speaking of racist, we... Um, <laughs> the, um, me and my partner were driving, I think it was yesterday... Um, and we saw this car in front of us. I didn't notice it. She knows. She was like, "Holy shit!" And I noticed the license plate said "Race First," but it just came off as racist. But also, <laughs> but also there's no way to look at that because "Race First" is also very racist. <laughs> but I can't stop thinking about it. And this dude was definitely not like a race car driver or like into like cool ass fucking like Fast and the Furious cars and shit like that because it was like a 1999 like Honda, and like it had definitely a donut on the back rear, but the license plate said "Race First," so. Instead of horsepower, it's got white power. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many weights you got under that bad boy? <laughs> Goes zero to 88 in 14 <laughs> seconds. 
Dude, I I have a bone to pick with fucking like five year old pickup like pickup truck drivers where the truck is five years old, and uh, these all right these are the biggest fucking these are the people that I think kill people the most on the road, and it's like a, a dude that is like kind of shaped like and almost has hair like Chris Benoit has extremely athletic sunglasses on and drives a pickup truck made exactly five years ago. And I see like, I see at least one every day and they drive like, like, like Superman waiting in line. It's the most infuriating thing in the world. And I, I want to kill them. I, I don't know a different, I don't have a better solution, but like these fucking thumb faced chuds driving around <laughs> In mid to late model fucking pickup, they are going to kill me. They're going to fucking kill me. I don't know. Have you like that? Those are the people that drive the closest to the back of your car. Mm. They murder their wife and kids. Yeah, and we're just letting them operate out there. And they wear shirts that say everything that they've ever done on the back of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got green eyes. Yeah, I fucking own guns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a kid that died. Yeah, so I, I, I don't, I don't. It's, let's let's crowdsource a solution to these fuckers because I don't know what to do. I can't fucking throw spike traps out of the back of my <laughs> my fucking Jetta. You can though. Right. <laughs> I'll look up a YouTube video. That kind of thing. Spy hunter. Hey guys. <laughs> oh man. Well, we're at about an hour, which I think is at the sweet spot. Yeah, right this now. has been good, man. This is. Uh, I just love that the whole time we've we've had this conversation, the dad meat candle's been burning in the center of the table. Burning hot, baby. That's what they're there for, you know. We should take out a Ouija board just to see who we uh, mm-hmm. connect with. Definitely, uh, see who Dave Mira. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that you mention him, we'd probably end up summoning uh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> He's my Final Fantasy summon, dude. When I get into like a street fight and we're both picking our moves, I'm gonna go to summons and fucking grab Chris Benoit for a diving headbutt from heaven. <laughs> Does he bring his family with him? Yeah. <laughs> dude, be great. Code. That would be great if that's how that worked out. It's like, yeah, you got to kill your kill your kids, but they're with you for eternity now. <laughs> Dad, we want to go to the Hall of Knowledge. <laughs> Dad, 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 do you see me on the cloud? Dad, look at me. I'm flying. Yeah, I see it. Yep. Okay, good. They all have Bowflex equipment wrapped around them forever. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Holy shit. Well, Uncle Ron, uh,. Dude, my my eyes are but oh, we drank a bottle of wine. We did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to finish it? Yeah, we will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, thanks for fucking hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for fucking supporting the cast. You were you were one of the first people in my personal life that was like you picked up on the signal and were like, oh, this is it. Like you fucking connected with it, and you were someone that I saw that I I kind of felt like in a distant sense was like, dude, I've laid out this entire episode how we're fucking kindred spirits, but. You were someone that I was like, the things that I saw you complain about online were the things that I was complaining about mm-hmm. online. And I feel like uh, how I trickled that back though too. I've been conductors. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, a million percent, me too. Yeah, now absolutely. it's like, I decided like a year or two years ago to only post my most retarded thoughts online and stop thinking like I was ever, like I, I'm embarrassed to think that I ever tried to convince anyone of anything mm-hmm. on the internet. I could, I, 
but it's behind us. Yeah, absolutely. It's gone. It's all about, dude. Feeling good. It's all about feeling good. <laughs> it's all it is. I don't man. fucking participate in negativity, dude. No, it's not worth mm-hmm. it. We don't have time for that shit. Fuck yes, dude. No one has This is our fucking shit. case study, dude. Yeah. We're fucking making we're making progress, bro. Stop participating in negativity, sickness. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I refuse to get a cold. <laughs> Just don't get sick. I don't participate in sperm production. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing for you. After that, that doctor snapped my bird off. <laughs> doctor balls. <laughs> He just takes everyone's balls. Dude, he fucking starts a collection. It's not like, no uh, But yeah, that's fucking sick. And uh, dude, I, I can't wait to see where your fucking lifestyle brand goes. No, thanks, man. It's I've told Aaron this a bunch of times, but um, I'm not a big candle guy. But when I bought my first candle from Aaron, it smelled so fucking good that it became part of my not only nighttime routine, but anytime I have time in the morning to just fucking chill and set the tone for the day, I'll just light it and fucking stare at it. Oh yeah. You know what makes me happy about this candle is that I don't I'm not like great. It smells nice and obviously it's high quality, but when you look at it and like even like just knowing that it's from a dude that's like just trying to do cool shit. That's like, all right, great dude. I've got a fucking mm-hmm. a fucking cool shit omen in my house <laughs> at all times. Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait for that first burn box. That that should definitely be the tagline for for Uncle Ron's just cool shit omen. Burn a burn a cool shit omen. Yeah, you'd start a gay aunt's in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Come candles coming twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, dogs. Later on, we fucking love you. <laughs>